Listen. You only think you know Cinder Williams, co-host of the PPC radio show and the Melanated Morning Show. You've seen her in films with some of the goats. You may have even heard her sing her way to the top. You don't have to judge the book by its cover. You can get the book and read it cover to cover. I'm talking about Pink Panty Confessions by Cinder Williams, available in paperback and digital format in all good bookstores. I would probably look in Amazon. Pink Panty Confessions, the book. Cinder Williams here, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of the PPC Podcast. I have been doing so much work with my cousin the last few days, and I'm having so much fun. And on that note, let's get on with it. Earlier in my life, when I was coming up, my family life was pretty typical for the time. My dad was a police officer and he worked several other jobs doing security. My mom worked at different labs. My brothers and I, this is when I was young, were latchkey kids. My parents did a lot with us considering their schedules, but I can't help but wonder what our lives would have been like if my parents had had more free time. If they had taken a huge risk and created a business instead of working for someone else, might they have had more time for us to be together? I don't look back with disdain at my parents' choices. They, they did the best that they could in that day and age. Because today is very different for families than it used to be. Everything is so much more extensive. That, uh, that American dream is really hard to come by. So people are trying all different kinds of things. Well, my entrepreneurial cousins have taken risks for their family that many others would fear. I'll let them tell you all about it, everybody. Akbar and Hermina Shabazz. Bar and Hermina Shabazz, welcome to the PPC podcast. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so proud to have you on. Um, for everybody that doesn't know, Akbar and Hermina are my cousins, and I have been watching them from afar raise their children beautifully. And since I had this crossover time, I really wanted a couple and I couldn't think of anybody better. So thank you so much. Uh, so first of all, tell me each of you a little bit about yourselves and then how you met. 
Uh, well, um, we met back in 96, right when I first moved to Atlanta from Chicago. Um, literally three weeks after I, I landed, I met Hermina. And mm-hmm. we lived in the same apartment complex. And that's what it was. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love I love doing these interviews with my family because I don't know so much. Once we become adults, it's like I don't know anything about anybody. And and so so y'all saw each other was a love at first sight or what? Yeah, well, it probably was. It, it wasn't love at first sight all the way. She was a little was on her high horse a little bit. No, no, that's not how it went down. We were walking, me and my best friend, we were walking, leaving our conference to get some other little friends out to hang out. And he was on his balcony, him and his brother, him and Robbie. Uh-huh. And his baby brother, you know, they were hanging out on the balcony and his brother started talking to me or whatever, talking to us or whatever. Just make, I guess they'll make you the same. He'll make you the same. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And we seen around their age groups and everything. So it She was a like little that. bit, she was, she was a little bit on her high horse. A little bit. <laughs> she was a little bit trying to be standoffish well for, so for those personal for, for, for those people that are listening Akbar is a very <laughs> handsome man but Hermina is freaking gorgeous <laughs> so I can understand how she had a little bit of a high horse she's so fine yeah. <laughs> yeah. so okay so you with that I don't <laughs> fly with being the high horse thing but it wasn't the case yeah she definitely she definitely was oh yeah absolutely nah, I would meet somebody brand thinking Okay. But she right. was she's she was standoffish and a little standoffish and a little bit of, you know, I'm busy kind of <laughs> attitude, you know. And so what brought you together? Time. So when did you finally like say, Okay, this is someone I wanna spend some time with? you know, was it pretty we quick? We became friends because like you know we would just start hanging out because Rabib my my brother and her friend and we would just all just start hanging out and just hanging out as young guys young people just hanging out having a good time and we just became friends and friends and you know and it grew from there you know that's so how long were you friends before you got married we got married we were together five years before we got married wow yeah, so we've been together. We were we've been together almost twenty six years, even wow. though we've been yeah. married twenty five. You know, so we met for twenty. I'm sorry, 21. we've been together twenty six years, but been yeah. married twenty one years. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. Well, that is a a feat. That is a wonderful thing. So, how uh, far into your marriage were it, was it before you started having children? It wasn't too long. It was quickly. It was so, quickly. so we 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 got. So we had, we was kind of it, 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 the 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 kids kind of expedited the, the 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 marriage process. Gotcha. You know, so um, so Nefertiti came probably two months after we got married. Mm. Okay, I get you. I, I get you. And then and then the and then eighteen months after that, Zeus came, and then another eighteen months after that, Nathan came, and then. Two um, years after that, came Aisha. Okay, and Aisha was our surprise baby because I was not expect her to be like that. We weren't expecting her. Yeah. We were going to do the four-year thing because his plan was he wanted four like his mother. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know, we were going to do the four children thing. So yeah. I was being generous. 
you know, we were being stuck up, but I was being generous and we did the fourth baby thing and everything. But I love all my children. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we get to that part, I'm gonna be very excited to talk about next. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're you've always been very uh engaged in your lot in the lives of your children. Um, I know that it's hard when you're like working regular jobs and all that kind of stuff. You get caught up in, in um, providing for your family. And oftentimes people end up providing, but not providing attention. And I've noticed that you guys have been very, very involved in that. Was that like a conscious decision or was it just, you know, this is just natural? Yeah, well, yeah, well for me, it is conscious. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, the involvement, you know, honestly didn't, I didn't always have that level of involvement when I was growing up, you know, from a father. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it, honestly, from your father. Mm-hmm. My Uncle Sonny is what inspired, he was my inspiration and he was my role model. And your father, my Uncle Sonny, was the father figure that I wanted to be to my kids. So the level of involvement that I, that you see, mm-hmm. it came from the example from your father. And that's what I use to, you know, as an image, as a, you know, my role model, you know, to how to raise my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were their football coach, the boys football coach, right? Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. coached the boys from five I coached them basically 10 years from they were five years old from my oldest son was five all the way up five years old until he got to eighth grade no we I coached him in eighth grade too basically till he got to high school I coached him from five to high school and then my youngest son I coached him from five until eighth grade wow so and they're both doing quite well with football right oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. my oldest son is at Pitt he plays cornerback at the University of Pittsburgh he's entering his second year um, my youngest son is going to University of South Carolina and be playing in the SEC linebacker, and he's leaving tomorrow. Wow! So tomorrow morning, we're getting up and we're gonna be driving to Columbia, South Carolina. Mm. Good job, Akhnatnov. Oh, congratulations to him and to you. So, what about the girls? What kind of involvement then did you do with the girls? Because obviously, they're not. I mean, not obviously they're not playing football, but they're not playing football as far as I know. So, so how'd you guys do that? Well, the girls are a little different. Yeah. The girls are a little different. So they are more artsy, you know, they don't do the football stuff, but they're a little bit more artsy and Nefertiti, she, um, she loved the arts and did a lot of theater and stuff in high school. My youngest daughter, Aisha, she's doing a lot of theater basically and stuff right now in high school as well um even though my oldest daughter didn't pursue it as much in college my youngest daughter she wants to pursue that oh. you know and start doing more of that and doing stuff like that in at the next level so she kind of you know so she's doing a lot of crew and all that stuff doing all different types of components and stuff, so wonderful that's good to know that's really good to know i'll tell you why later but um so hermina one of the stories Agbar kind of told me that I really loved was you guys have a business, 
you have, I think you have multiple businesses, but you have a business that I, I, you know, I'd like you to tell everybody about, but how you came about starting that business is the story to me. That's so awesome. So, so tell me about that. Yeah. Um, it came about me wanting to help my kids who had eczema, two of my kids had eczema. Nefertiti had eczema really bad. My youngest son, he has the worst. I'm not yet the worst. And we were trying all kinds of stuff, you know. We were trying all kinds of lotions and creams and stuff that, you know, they still use in all those big names, but it wasn't working. It wasn't healing in and still, you know, being affected. And then um, I got a hold of some shea butter from my, actually from your aunt, mm-hmm. Aunt Elise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she's been on a whole bunch of shea, shea butter, you know, she was using her cells. And I started, you know, with that, you know, started doing little different things and was able to realize adding certain things like aloe, enough of aloe in it and stuff like that, amount I needed in there. And, you know, working it how I know it probably helped my kids heal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it just went from there and I blended it right and got it all the section set up and then I went to a beauty supply store, you know, to get it started and just went from there. <laughs> so the mm-hmm. person who, you know, helped me, the beauty supply store I went to to help me, he was like, oh, we're going to get this going even further. And then I came back to my husband. <laughs> like, look, we got something going here. You know, I was sold and mm-hmm. then it just went from there. And then we've been selling ever since. Yeah, you. What's the name of the product for everybody that's listening? If you want okay. some, some wonderful product for your skin. It's absolutely fabulous. Shake and play. Yes, and you can find it anywhere. I've seen it, and I'm always buying it because I'm like this, my cousin. And plus, it works. <laughs> it, it's beautiful. It works really well, and um, smells good. There's a lot of great things about it, but it, it works. That's the key, especially if if you have eczema or if your family has eczema. It is a miracle, um, a miracle that you guys have. Have done so. Have you included your kids in this whole process of your business? Yeah, they do. They do. They do. A, you know enough. Like you know, they come and make a couple bucks and help out yeah. and help produce and all that. Matter of fact, um, my oldest son he wants to start selling it in Pittsburgh, and um, he wants to start moving it in, in Pittsburgh and selling to to people up there and his teammates and coaches and stuff like that. He wants to be the guy in Pittsburgh and then I can not and said he wants to do the same thing in Columbia in South Carolina. So that's you know great. they um we got that entrepreneur spirit going on. Yeah, that, especially with them going in sports team, they need something they you know they can't work, you know, outside of, you know, that it's business. Right. They need something. I'm like it's a family business. So you guys sell the butter. Right. <laughs> sell the butter. Mm-hmm. You know, your product. This is gonna be you guys after we're gone, you know. Right. I I, I just think it's so beautiful to have a a business that really is helpful to people. You know, it you know unless you have skin issues, you really don't really understand how that is. I have we all a lot of us have skin issues. Um, and so I'm, I've always been looking for stuff and your product is one of the best that I've ever used. And so it serves a purpose for people, um, because it's really hard to walk around with these, with these, you know, the, the itching and the, the appearance and the, there's, there's so many things that, that go into it. So 
you know, because I mean, I, I've heard stories of people like their family business was say hats and then hats went out of style. And so, but this is something that will never go away. There's, as a matter of fact, as time goes on, it seems like more and more issues are coming up with people and their immune systems and everything. So this is something that can last and and be something that can carry your family name for a very long time. I'm really proud of you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's absolutely the intention. Well, it, it, it is different because, like you say, it's um, you're selling a product that that helps people, you know, mm -hmm. and it's easier for me personally. It's easier to to continue to try to grow a product and a line that's helping, you know, and not something that's taking advantage of people. It's actually helping the the, the universe and helping the community. So, and like you say, a lot of people do have skin issues. We, I'm in stores. You hear all types of people who have you know, alligator skin, genetic, crazy skin on their feet. And, and we've just been able to really help a lot of those people, you know, have better life, and, you know, not itching and just comfort, and, mm -hmm. you know, not those crazy blemishes and all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. well, it serves a need, that's for sure. And, and I'm proud of you guys. I'm going to uh, wrap this up because I think we're going to have a whole lot more to talk about on June 1st on the PPC radio show. That's 2 to 3 Eastern on www.thegrownfolksradio.com, a Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Please come back and join me, Akbar Hermina, Shelly Shell, DJ Kid Disco, as we continue this conversation because there's so many things here that I, that I think there, we can expound upon but I really appreciate you guys taking a little bit out of your super busy lives to, to bless my uh, followers and the people that, that listen to this show. Thank you so much. I love you. Thank you very, thank you very, very much for having us. And I love you. All right. I'll see you. I'll, I'll be in touch before next Wednesday. God bless you. All right. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Working for yourself is scary. Creating an unpredictable family business can be as frightening as jumping out of a plane without a parachute. You just don't know how you're going to land. But the benefits of taking a chance, if you have a great idea and there's a need, and you have a little bit of resources, can heighten the joy in your lives. You learn how to navigate the economy together. You fail together. You get up together. You grow together and very, very possibly thrive together. If the business is a great one, it can be a benefit to your grandchildren and the world beyond. In today's world, if you've got the cojones, vision and means, go for it. Your great grandchildren will thank you. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. I want to say thank you again to my cousins, Akbar and Hermina, for coming in and sharing their story with us. To hear more from them, join us Wednesday, June 1st from 2 to 3 Eastern on www.thegrownfolksradio.com, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Thank you, DJ Kid Disco, 
for always taking the time to produce my podcast and give me some great beats. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. 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 A Hi, this is Cinda, and I want to tell you about the PPC Radio Show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 3 Eastern, DJ Kid Disco, Shelly Shell Williams, and I sit down and talk with wonderful guests from all over the world. We talk about how to survive healing your heart and everything in between. So go to www.thegrownfolksradio.com to listen in or you can watch us live on Facebook or YouTube. That's the PPC Radio Show from 2 to 3 Eastern. See you there.